Thank you for listening and tuning in. It's this episode seven of season three. Thank you so much for all of my loyal listeners. Um, today, I just want to get right into I have been doing Bible study with the ordained minister. She is actually um, my cousin by blood, but my sister in Christ. And she is most definitely teaching me a lot of the ways of God that I never knew. I've always loved God. I've always knew that I wanted to be a part of God's kingdom, but I did not know how to get there. I've never read the whole Bible. I've read verses, never read the whole Bible. But today, um, we did Genesis. And so a, a verse that really stuck out to me today was Genesis 32, 25. And it was basically about Jacob. The thing that people need to know about Jacob is... He left his kingdom because God told him to. His brother was trying to kill him. And so he left. He started a whole new life. But anyways, his brother was coming. And he was going to be bringing hundreds of people with him. And so even though Jacob was listening to God and following God, loving and trusting God, he had fear. And fear means that you're questioning God, which means that you don't 100% trust him. So his faith in God was not as strong as he thought it was. Because once he heard that his brother was coming, he's like, say word, I'm about to leave. I'm about to disappear. I'm about to go. And God's like, no, you're not. You're supposed to trust in me. But he devised this plan. He was going to leave. So what God did was he allowed him to wrestle with an angel. And that's something that we need to remember as well. God will never hurt you. He will never hurt you. But if your actions are going to continue to put you into harm's way or continue to make you live in fear God will allow you to go through certain things so that your faith in him can get stronger so he allowed him to wrestle with an angel and the angel wound up wounding Jacob's inner thigh and when he did that Jacob was no longer able to run you can't run if your inner thigh is wounded he was he was limping he was technically crippled so at that point he had no choice but to face his fear so he faced his brother come to find out God had changed his brother's mind God changed his brother's heart His brother now loved him, now bowed down to him, now had all of his people bow down to him. And he came actually uh, in peace. And Jacob would have never known that. He would have still been living in fear, not trusting God 100%. And he would have disappeared and never even got to face his fear that he should have realized was not even supposed to be a fear. Because once God covers you, there's nothing, no weapon that's formed against you can prosper. So... Even if his brother was still mad at him and still had ill intentions, he wouldn't have been able to touch him because God said to him. So that just makes me think about life. And in life, we have so many things that happen to us and it's our choice. Are we going to let that be our excuse to continue to go through the same things, to continue to have the same trials and tribulations? Are we going to let that be our reason to never go through the same thing again? Because we now know the inner workings of it and we will no longer allow those things to happen to us because we've been through it already. So we know, we know the end, the end result. We know that losing our faith in God, starting to worry, starting to, um, trust other people over God's word it's going to be nothing but our demise we know that with me let me use my testimony as an example 
not only was I in an abusive marriage, um, not it wasn't just cheating, it was also abuse. I left him, he tried to kill me. Um, I get into another relationship and wind up having three kids by this guy who, who was mentally and physically abusive. And it wasn't just sometimes, it was every single day. I've had so many guns pointed in my face, I can't even tell you how many times. I've been hit so many times while I was pregnant, I can't even tell you how many times. My jaw was broken. The doctor literally told me, if you would have been hit any harder, your jawbone would have went through your brain and you would have died immediately. And my children's father laughed at it. I told him that and he laughed at me and he would tell me all the time, you're gonna break your other jaw if you don't do this, if you don't do that, if you don't do this, I'm gonna break your other jaw. That was funny to him. He started to use that against me. The fact that he broke my jaw, he used it against me. It was funny to him. Um, my last straw was when I had just had our last baby and he stumped me so bad that my ribs were hurting. I didn't even know they were broken until I left town and found out, hey, you got some broken ribs. So that's my testimony. And I say all of that to say that I did not let that define me. I could have so easily just gotten into another abusive relationship because finding people who don't really too much care about you but will tolerate you is easy. Since I left town, it's been about 10 months, I've had a few people that were in my aura that wanted a relationship with me, but I decided no. I was so hasty. I jumped into my last relationship so fast that I didn't even realize how much danger I was in until I left it. I did not realize that at any moment I could have been gone. I didn't realize that until I left it and started to canalize it. And my mentor, the ordained minister that I'm speaking to you guys about, you guys about Z-Ware, she talks to me on a daily. She stays in my ear. And me having conversations with her is opening up my mind because when I lay everything out there, it's letting me see things for what they are and not for what I want them to be. Because as an empath, it's so easy to just see things as what you want them to be. Somebody slapped me, I would be like, they might have slapped me, but they didn't want to. I know that they love me. That was not their intention. It was very much their intention. They put their hand on your face because they wanted to. That was their intention. You creating false narratives. You're creating La La Land that this person didn't mean to. Yes, they did. They meant exactly what they did. They meant exactly what they said. And so now I'm holding people accountable. Not only am I holding people accountable, but I'm holding myself accountable for the things that I kept allowing. I allowed someone in my space that was doing nothing but using me. I allowed their family in my space that was doing nothing but using me. I allowed myself to be mentally bogged down by other people's stories and other people's narratives. I allowed other people to to stop my shine, to stop me from growing. I allowed that. And it was because my self-esteem was not as high as it needed to be. Not only was I nervous about raising my body count, that's something that is so childish. It's so childish. The amount of people that you sleep with is not defined. But I, it was so stuck in my head that I needed to be with the first person that I lay with. And I wound up marrying the first person I laid with. And he was horrible. He was a horrible person. The way that our relationship started, <laughs> I'm going to have to put that in my book because it, oof, the way that our relationship started in itself, I should have ended it before it even got where it got. But then I wouldn't have my oldest daughter and I also would not have all the knowledge that I got from it. But my next relationship, <sighs> it was so easy for me to get in that because I was in the middle of leaving a marriage. And so when anybody says things to you that you've always wanted to hear, you're going you're gonna to gravitate to it. I didn't feel like it was easy to get to me because I definitely 
was not responding to most people on social media, but there was this one guy that really caught my eye, so I would respond to him. We would have long conversations. I didn't find out until after I got with him that half the stuff he was saying to me came out of songs. Uh, anyways, um, we would go to the Indian Center, uh, the Keeper of the Plains in Wichita, Kansas, and we would walk and talk. And we also had a lot of sex. And at the end of the day, everything that he was saying to me was garbage. He was lying about all of that because as soon as I let him into my life, I realized that he was lying about literally everything that he said.